0: Welcome to episode 20 of the Rockin' Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Wilk, and today I'm joined by... Jelena, i the best
1: player of Cobra Spell. I'm Sonia Nubis, uh, guitarist from Cobra Spell and Crypta.
0: So I guess we could start by talking about how you each got introduced to music.
1: Yeah, so uh, my first interaction with music was when I was 14 years old. Um, I started... Listening to more hard rock music, I discovered the existence of Kiss, which I really, really got obsessed with. So I, I I thought that was the only band that was heavy in the world. And that's what I searched on YouTube constantly for more music. And then after that, I thought, okay, I need to become a bass player. So I I, I got my first bass guitar, and that's when I really started discovering more bands such as Wasp, Alice Cooper, and then I th- I realized it is thrash metal and even heavier genres such as black metal and death metal. And that's where it kind of, kind of got a little bit crazier. And I really started thinking, okay, this should be my thing. And I think that would be uh, my, uh, my story of music.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I start play first with acoustic guitar. Yeah, and I was playing kind of just acoustic songs and then I started listening to Guns N' Roses and Skid Row and all this kind of band and I, like, as Sonia started with the bass, <laughs> but for me it was just like opposite and I started yeah. with the guitar. <laughs> so, yeah. And I was playing guitar for a long time, but then I bought like my first band, bass, and I was still playing guitar. But then I, when I got another band bass and I already was in a Cobra Spell, I just stopped with guitar and i oh, more focus on the bass
1: now. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's actually a very good guitarist also.
2: Yeah, just without guitar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and now just we interchange change instruments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
2: when I change the bass, it you know, it just feels right. Like mm-hmm. it should be. Now it's, yeah. no, it's only bass. Now it's
1: only bass. Yeah, I have bass in my head. <laughs> I used to be more of a bass player, and then in my band before, I really made the switch to to focus more on the guitar. It was pretty much of a natural switch, it wasn't really a, like uh sudden, oh, I don't want to play bass anymore. I do sometimes play bass guitar, it's just that it happens to be that I'm more of a guitarist right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that, I'm the same way. I
1: think they're both interesting <laughs> instruments
0: and completely different from each other. Absolutely, yeah, that's true. So how did you guys uh, meet each other and what made you start a band together?
2: Wow. Well, we met a long time <laughs> ago, I think, right? Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm not exactly sure how many years ago, but we met- I think met... it was 2017. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure which year. Probably this year, it was related. Since we both live in, in the Netherlands, it was through the music, um, the music scene a little bit of being at concerts and having uh, mutual friends. So this is how I uh, met Angelina and we have jumped before once and I saw her playing Painkiller. I thought, oh, that always <laughs> stayed in my head. And uh, I saw uh, you had a bass, I think. I'm not exactly sure how that was, but uh, for Cobra Spell, we were looking for a for a bassist. Now, I remember that you
2: s- you show on your profile that you start a new ba- band. No, yeah. I found the Cobra Spell page before, somehow. And exactly I know, it's And you start to ba- band and you say that you need the bass player.
0: And I was like, okay, like, here I am. And I was
1: like, well, you play bass. And I'm,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's how it went. Yeah.
0: So back in September of 2020, you guys released your first EP with Cobra Spell. And when I listened to it, I could definitely hear a ton of different influences. Uh, but I want to hear from you who you think your main influences were with that.
1: Well, we have quite a lot of bands that we really, really look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're certainly for cover Paul, They're mostly eighties American bands, such as Red, Dokken, you right. know, Crue, the whole LA kind of style. Um, mm-hmm. the whole arena rock oriented, uh, vibe really attracts us. And we wanted to bring back this eighties feeling that you don't see much anymore in bands today. You know, Definitely. most of the bands that play this kind of style, they're there are the bands from before you know the, they're old guys and they're still awesome of course but we thought there need to be more younger power and uh, to bring back this awesome style of music so uh, yeah that, that was kind of the idea and we wanted to implement all the style that was that was that was done back then
0: yeah and definitely I, I would like to see more women playing that kind of music because like especially in like sort of the glam metal scene if you want to call it that um there's not very many women. There wasn't originally. Only there's like a handful of people I can think of, um, and there definitely needs to be more now too. I mean, it's it's definitely gotten. I totally better, agree. It, it can go way farther.
1: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And was something that you see also back in the '80s. There weren't actually much much bands playing this, you know, this sleazy kind of style. All female. You you had Vixen, yeah, right. but yeah. there there was probably more, but not enough you know not not never enough and um right now in these days i actually don't know any like sleaze sleazy 80s band that has like more female band members in the band so that that's something that i think is something special from us
0: definitely definitely i would say that's your probably your most unique thing about the band no
1: (laughs) yeah maybe
2: (laughs) yeah we also have members, like for male and male yeah we're like a mix right. yeah.
1: we're, uh, the, the thing is 50/50. we yeah i mean i i i love being like in crypt i am in a all-female band so i've been working with, with many bands before with all females and it always worked out well excluding my previous band but it wasn't related to the gender you know so it, it the experience is pretty much the same and i feel like i always had a connection with females in a band so i always want to be to have females in the band surrounded because it's good to have a balance, you know, in in, in mm-hmm. gender.
0: Definitely. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about Crypto for a minute, if that's okay. Sure. So your other band members with that band are uh, based across the world. Um, so what are some of the biggest challenges you've had to overcome as a result of that?
1: Well, it's the, um, the biggest challenge has always been um, Communication, even though um, that that used to be the the challenge, the challenge that I had in my previous band, actually, okay. that the communication wasn't very well. So I was um, back then. I was in a band that used to be Swiss, uh, Swiss Burning Witches, and the communication didn't always go well. So um, I was kind of skeptical, you know, with. Um, crypto and hoping that everything would be right and actually it's a lot better there is very good communication so the challenge that I thought that would be is not there anymore so yeah I'm, I'm happy that it's working out just the way I wanted to the girls are very communicative we, we do everything you know through whatsapp calls we, we uh, have a drive in which we share every single thing that we're doing we write together uh, very easily in this way so the only challenge honestly right now would be is that we're not able to directly get into a rehearsal room and play the songs because you know we, we're just far from each other but the girls in Brazil they also live quite far from each other like flight away from each other right so yeah we just have to live with the situation and uh, we're definitely gonna rehearse when we have the tours like uh, booked we're gonna travel together after the coronavirus and rehearse as much as we can to, to get everything tied.
0: awesome well, it's good to hear that that's that's not an issue anymore i mean i know that would have been a problem like you know back in the 80s of course
1: oh yeah i can imagine that that would have been a lot more difficult to create an international
0: band <laughs> i mean imagine like there was no email even like that would have been so yeah difficult. i mean
1: we, we we live in crazy times that this is possible yeah and, um, definitely. i like I, I like to though make use of it you know now because they are great musicians like being in a band with Luana, Fernanda, and Taina. They are talented people, and I could not just like say no to to a chance like to 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 be part of this band. So right. even if there is a huge distance, like I'm, I'm very happy to to get this done together. And uh, for the album recordings of Echoes of the Soul, our our album that's going to be released soon, um, I got to fly all the way to Sao Paulo, even with the whole situation. Like we just made it happen, and yeah, yeah it's. It just worked out perfectly
0: yeah and with uh that upcoming album what song from that would you consider to be the soundtrack of this year is there a song you feel like really fits what you've gone through like as a person or as a band in the past year
1: oh definitely i think already the song that we put out from the ashes mm-hmm. which uh you know it's it, it's a mean uh it means actually rebirth it's about um the phoenix that's you know burns itself and relives so it's Actually, the metaphor metamorphose. Um, I'm so bad at English to explain this, but it's like uh, going through uh, a change and coming out as a new self. And we all went through this kind of things um, before our band, you know. And this was like a new beginning for us to start Krypta. And uh, I think this song can be seen in many different ways. It has it has like a metaphorical meaning in it. So. For us it has a very deep, um, a deep deep meaning in it and I think that song would um, is the one that can uh, the more the most important one and that's why we chose also to have that one as a as the main single of the album
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's great so obviously the two of you between your two bands um, have not let this pandemic stop you or slow you down when it comes to music because I know Cobra is working on a new album and you also just released your EP And crypto will be releasing a new album. Um, So how has that been, like, how have you worked through this pandemic in terms of uh, continuing to create music and release music? Because a lot of people have kind of just come to a full stop, too. So how have you guys worked through that?
1: How do you work through that?
2: I think you can create music and be creative, but... You don't need anything else, like I said. What you have, like your guitar, your uh, computer, something like that. Mm -hmm. Like pandemic, that stop you from that. Right. Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah. So um, I think this time hasn't changed my. um, How do you say my working? um, How do you say that word? Process. My, yeah, my my daily life. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've actually made the transition to become full-time musician back when the COVID just started. I, g- I gave up my web developer job to fully, like, concentrate on music, which, of course, it could have been seen as a not very practical choice because, you know, it's... Uh, but I actually never... Don't regret it, and it's going better than ever before. So I'm very happy that I made that choice. And I've been able to spend, like... I can spend all of my time right now writing music and doing everything that I want to do as a musician and of course excluding concerts which is the best thing about being a musician but yeah what we get to do is just write and I have my place here at home I have my little do-it-yourself home studio in which I record all the demos and I'm just doing my thing I've I've been spending the last months just writing music uh, just recording everything that I can and yeah, that's, that, that's no. we don't need to get outside for that, for our concerts of that. You know, I'm trying to work in forward for that moment that concerts start again, that we are 100% ready to hit the stage.
0: Right. And so you mentioned you, your transition to becoming a full-time musician. What kind of made you go off the deep end with that? What, what kind of pushed you to make that decision? Well,
1: um, I see that my biggest passion is music and it only felt natural to me to do hundred percent what I what makes me happy, um, mm-hmm. regardless of what I earn as a, a for, for a job or anything. Of course, as a web developer, I used to earn a lot better than what I earn as a musician, and it gives me a lot more safety. Even though it was very time consuming, and to combine it with music, which is something that I want to spend more time on, as much time as I can, it was something that really drained me mentally. Like. I, I, put yeah. 100% to my job and 100% on the music is something that is very hard to balance because you, you end up, uh, you, you finish at five o'clock in the afternoon, you you end up at home, you, you eat and then it's seven o'clock and then you have from seven to 11 to play music. And then it's so it's so little time to do what you want to do that. I thought, okay, I need to just cut a line and choose one of both. And then it's definitely, definitely music.
0: Yeah. So... When it comes to writing for your two bands, um, does it, is it more collaborative for you guys? Or do you more so uh, like make ideas on your own and then come together when it's time to uh, sort of construct a song? Or is it you just go from the get-go together?
1: <laughs> yes, for Krypta, uh, we decided that it has to be a very democratical uh, writing uh, process. This means that we all have like ideas and we bring our ideas together and you know this it everyone gets to uh say something uh and that this causes the band to have different kind of influences in the sound so in echoes of the soul you'll be able to hear some so- some songs that sound a little bit more black metal and some songs that sound a little bit more death metal certainly because we have very different like directions um yeah so um we we all share our ideas in Echos of the Soul. I think Taina, yeah, we, we Taina didn't really bring much, many ideas because she came in later in the band when we already had, like, all the songs finished. But uh, for the for the future, we will definitely, like, write all together as a formation. Um, as for uh, Cobra Spell, we decided that uh, Sebastian, who is the other guitarist from Cobra Spell, he writes uh, the lyrics, even though in the new album uh, it features lyrics from... Angelina and myself. And uh, then we have the compositions, which are uh, done by myself.
0: Awesome. So a bit of everyone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So if in a world where music doesn't exist, what do you think would be your go-to form of entertainment?
1: Um, In a world that music doesn't exist, let's think about this. Woo, that's a difficult question. Yeah. Yeah. How can I I, We will make the music. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) we will will create music again. No, (laughs) I I would, I would not be able to live in a world without music. But if I have to choose, I think it would be like paintings and art and stuff that it's visual, visually attractive. I think or, that would or be my dancing thing. Huh? or makeup. <laughs> <Like> makeup. <laughs> Everything that is like visually, you know, um, artsy. I I, w- I think that would be uh, something that attracts me to. I would aside. say G-
2: video art, but then Ooh. when I imagine a video without music, and then you're like, yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's the that's how the world looks no, like no, for no. deaf
2: people. I will be poet, poet, poetry, poetry. Oh, yeah, wow. I will write poetry, because I already do, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, also okay. possible. Oh, cool.
0: cool. So, if your guitar or bass could talk, what do you think it would be the first, what do you think would be the first thing it would say to you?
1: Uh, so, if your, if your bass or guitar could uh-huh. talk, what would it say? Boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stop fingering me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, that's wrong. No, the vegetable said
2: leave me alone. (laughs) Fuck me up. Go
1: harder. Oh gosh. We are are very dirty-minded here, so
0: Well there you go. So, so let's say you can only play one live show for the rest of your career. What well, venue, city or festival would you choose to play?
1: Wow, that's a very hard question. Only one?
0: Yeah, one, one city venue or festival.
1: And then for the rest of your life you will do makeup. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I will go for, um, I think I'll go for, for Bakken, yes. honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean that's like the top. So <laughs>
1: yeah, that's that's the that's the top, and then the main stage for sure. It has to be only the main stage.
0: <laughs> Thanks. It
1: will be yours. Yeah, I think so
2: too. <laughs> <You> don't <know. laughs> I don't know. It's a question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we, we choose for walking. We, awesome. we are the men.
0: <laughs> so you guys. Uh, are working on the new Cobra Spell record, right? So, um, what can people expect from that?
1: Mm, from the new album, they can expect a lot of hard rock, sleazy vibes in it. Um, there will be a lot of harmonies going on, guitar wise. Um, there will be ballads in it. There will be, uh, yeah, there, there will be a little bit of everything, but it's definitely more hard rock than, than metal, I think. There will be uh, heavy metal songs in it, for sure. But we're trying to do a lot more hard rock in the in the songwriting. Nice. What um, do you think? I think it's going to be great
2: album. Oh. And I just can't wait so we can share it with the people. Because <laughs> I already love it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah, but it's like hard rock, yeah, I would say.
1: Yeah, I would say. The very, some... very 80s. Yeah, very 80s, very, for sure. And yeah. there's also a lot more... Uh, arena-oriented style in it, I think. It's hard to explain.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> um, are, is there anything you plan to do with this, uh, like, majorly different than what you've done previously, in terms of your writing recording process, or just in general? I think recording process?
1: Yeah, well, overall, uh, for the EP, we just wanted to create four songs, you know, the EP, the one that we released before, and and see how it worked out, and this this was done without all the members in the band we, we were I was doing this together with my with Sebastian and with a different drummer that's not in the band anymore so it was very do it yourself um you know hoping that it would turn out something not not really taking it too seriously even though later on I thought okay we really have to take this seriously you know, it's gonna maybe become something and then with the album we really have the the, the like the motivation to do this like well we want to do this in a real studio with you know uh, a real producer someone that is there to really record and uh, we are spending a lot of time on on the songwriting we are doing the demos like on the detail with all the baselines with everything so we know that everything is like well done and exactly how we want it so i think the album has definitely more like a thought process in it um yeah i think this one will be definitely better than the ep in my opinion
0: Awesome. I mean, it's great that you guys are, um, growing as a band. I mean, you guys are still very new as a band. Um, yeah. And so it'll be good to see where you, where you blossom from here. <laughs> yeah. We, we
1: are extremely excited because of course, right now we just have these four songs out and uh, right. We, we are working on that full length album and finally we can like shoot a lot of songs very soon. And we're excited to see how, how people react to that and, and hopefully yeah. play a lot of concerts.
0: So, um, where can people find all your upcoming projects, um, albums, music you currently have out, your social media, everything?
1: Yeah, so for uh, Cobra you can find us on Instagram, you know, Spotify, Facebook, everywhere with just the name Cobra Spell. We use the name everywhere. Our merchandise can be bought on uh, www.cobraspell.com and you can stream us on all major platforms pretty much. And we have a Bandcamp for sure, for digital downloads. For Krypta, um, we have a YouTube channel and we have Instagram. All this, mm-hmm. all this stuff, you know, you look for crypta and you'll find it. Um, and we have our shops. We have a Brazilian one, a United States, Mexico one and a European, which is released, which you can get all the merchandise and uh, the album can be pre-orderable on Napalm Records. So that's the way to get the actual album. And uh, we just released two singles, Starvation and From the Ashes. These two are uh, available on all streaming platforms also and on YouTube. We have very cool videos along to that. As for us, uh, you can follow me on Sonia Nubis everywhere. Um, Everywhere, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, all of this stuff. YouTube. (laughs) YouTube. And you, Angelina, where can I find you? How can I follow you?
2: On oh, Instagram, yeah, to write uh, W, Ricera and yeah. then you find me. Or you can write the uh, bass player of Cobras. Yeah. So, good.
1: Awesome.
0: Well, that's mostly what I wanted to talk about today. Is there anything else you guys would like to include?
1: Well, I would say that uh, we are really, really, really extremely excited to play concerts very soon. And uh, we request you all to support your local bands, because I think a lot of bands are having a hard time these days. Um, by listening to their music. And I would thank everyone that is listening right now and uh, for you for having us on your interview and for the awesome questions.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Rockin' Interviews podcast. Tune in next week for the next episode.